Hi, I'm Elliot Pettit, PTMer, Director of School Tennis for the USTA, and you are listening to the PTM Podcast. Hi, and welcome to Episode 8 of the PTM Podcast, powered by Racket Sports U. I'm your host, Chris Michalowski, a PTMer known as Coach Mick, broadcasting right here from warm and sunny Orlando, Florida. Oh, wow. Sorry about that. I'm really hungry. But my question for you today is, how hungry are you? Well, why don't you sit down, grab a bite, and I'll share a story with you and try to tie it in with today's quick tip. It's story time with Coach Mick. All right. So as a director at more than one place, I was I was always trying to hire head pros because my head pro eventually would leave and go somewhere else and become a director. Not as many as Len had in that earlier episode, but or they get a head pro at a different club and make a little bit more money or whatever. There's always some situation. But I wanted this one guy in. I had a head pro position open and there was a guy who was a great player. He was well known in the industry and he was interested in the position. I was so fired up to have him come and interview for the position. So I had him uh, come to my place and we interviewed, but I didn't have him teach because I knew he was a great teacher. I knew he was a great player, he was a much better player than I was. And, but I just wanted to learn a little bit more about what his expectations were and all that. So for about a half an hour, I sat there and I listened to him tell me about how great he was. And that's not saying it in a bad way either, because he was great. He was a great hitter. He was a great teacher, but then it came down to uh, how he was going to get paid. And the way that we did it was that the head pro made a little bit of a salary. They made an hourly rate on court. And they also made a percentage of some lessons, especially in a, in, in a higher percentage, if they did things on their own. And that was for any pro at the club. If they went above and beyond and started some new program on their own, I gave them 60% of that program right there. And a lot of my buddies who were pros thought that was too much. But I thought, you know what? We're not going to make that money if he's not out there doing it. No one else can do it. So if he can do it, all the power to him. So anyway, we start talking about it and he told me he wanted a salary and he wanted this big salary. I knew it was more than he was making at the club he was at. It was about as much as I was making and I had to go on court and teach 40 hours a week. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, if, if, if you put your money where your mouth is and you're as good as you say you are, you know, if you did your own thing, you will make more money than what you want to make. And his answer was, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to make a salary. I want to make this much. And he couldn't get past that. And I was trying to tell him, look it, I'm giving you an incentive and you're telling me all these great things that you do. Well, if you do them here, you're going to make more than what you want in a salary. And he wasn't up for that. And so what that told me is that number one, he really wasn't that fired up. I couldn't be guaranteed that he was going to go out there and teach a lot of lessons and make some money for the club because I made money off him as well. I just couldn't be guaranteed that because he was going to get paid this big salary. Well, I ended up not hiring him, but I hired somebody else and it worked out great. But how can we tie in this story with today's quick tip? And now today's quick tip on the PTM podcast. All right. So today's quick tip is the hungrier you are, the better. And by that, I mean wanting to go out there. You're passionate. You want to go out there. You want to get involved in stuff. You're fired up. And it'll help you out in a number of ways. And I'm going to tell you how, and I'm going to give you some examples. So first of all, as a student or PTM student, 
you'll have a better chance of landing a good internship. So if you're out there and you're teaching and I see how hungry you are, you want to get involved in a lot of different things. You want to get involved in some tournaments. You want to try starting some of your own things. And, you know, whether they're successful or not, that wouldn't make any difference to me as a PTM director. I think it's great that you're out there trying to do some new things. You want to get involved in mixers, run some tournaments, whatever. That tells me you're hungry. And when someone calls me and says, hey, I'm looking for a really good intern who's hungry to work, guess whose name's going to pop up? Probably yours, okay? So number one, as a student, it's going to give you a better chance of landing a good internship. As a pro already, you'll have a better chance of advancing your career. So if I'm a director and I've got some pros at the club, let's say that head pro position opened up and it didn't work out with this guy. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to hire internally. I've got this one pro who only comes in and teaches and does nothing else. But I got this other pro who's always willing to help out. You know, he strings some, he helps out with the special events. You know, he's always available. Guess who's going to get the nod? Probably that pro. And that's the way it's going to go in most any club. But as we said before, there's always that one guy out there, but not very often. All right. Number three, you'll just make more money for the obvious reason of you're putting in more hours. So the more hours you work and if you're getting paid hourly, the more money you're going to make. But you could use your hunger as a negotiating tool as well. For example, let's say your job description, you're meeting all the criteria of your job description. And then all of a sudden you think, you know what, I've got 15 people I could teach a clinic to on Sunday night. It might be a clinic and then afterwards supervised match play. It might be a mixed doubles gig. We'll make it fun. But every Sunday night and you say to yourself, well, you know what, if I can get 15 people, I would want to get a percentage of that. At our club, I gave them 60%, like I said. So 150 times 60, that's 90 bucks right there. All right, let's say it was half. Okay, okay, that's 75 bucks. But let's say you're only getting paid $30 an hour, which isn't bad. So you go to your boss and say, look it, I want to run this program on Sunday night. Is there any way that I can get an incentive for that since it's something that you really don't expect? And if we do that, the club's going to win because they're going to make more money. You're going to win because you're going to make more money. The head pro is going to win because he's probably going to, or the director is going to make a little bit of money off it. And the, the members, number one, are going to win because they're having a great time on Sunday night and you want to be there with them. So everybody wins when you do it that way. Otherwise, if you just work hourly, it doesn't give you incentive to get a lot of people in there. And the only one that's going to lose is you. So that's a good way to use that hunger to maybe give you a little bit more power in negotiation for starting new program. Number four, doors may open up for you. Like we said in episode number seven, I had that pro that did a, an adult social and they had like 13 in the group. And he was so the 13th person while the 12 were playing doubles. He just taught him a private lesson and that opened up the door for him to get a head pro job at a club downstate because the guy loved the lesson and he said, hey, we're looking for a new head pro. So if you didn't hear that story, go to episode seven. Number five, you just get more experience and the more experience you get, the better. You may think you know it all like I did, especially if you're entering in there, because I worked with a lot of great pros or was mentored by them. And so when I got out there in the industry, I just thought I knew everything. And what I realized when I got older is, you know what, I really didn't know as much as I thought I did. So you get a lot more experience in all the different areas. And we said, that's what directors are looking for anyway. Directors and owners are looking for directors that have experience in all the different areas. So some of the things that you might be able to do would be to, let's say, run a mixer. All right. Just you know, notice on Friday night, there's not a lot going on. I've had pros that always say, you know what, that I can't get anybody on Friday night. Nobody wants to do the mixers anymore. I told them, I said, look, I'll get 12 in a mixer in two weeks. I guarantee it. And that's just because I would promote those in the classes that I was teaching. You might try an entry level event or you might just want to try to start 
a new program, something that, you know, is just brand new and you might be experimental, just try something new, or you might offer to string if there's an overflow and say, hey, I, I noticed we have a big tournament coming up this weekend. If you need any help with stringing, let me know. I'll be happy to help. Or you could maybe even umpire or rove at that event. And lastly, and this is just a small list of many, you could just go to tournaments and watch your players play at tournaments. A lot of pros don't have that extra time to do that. And so when they do have a little bit of extra time, which is understandable, they might want to be with their families or whatever, which is great. But if you do have time, when you go watch players at tournaments, it means a lot to those players because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Whoa. And that sounds like the dinner bell. So uh, bottom line, get hungry as an entry-level pro and stay hungry as a seasoned pro. This is how you got to where you are in the first place, right? So keep doing what you did to be successful. Well, that wraps it up for episode eight of the PTM podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, stay hungry and look for opportunities. You never know where it may lead, but most likely the next level is not far behind. Well, are you interested in a career in tennis or know someone who is? Or maybe you want to start a PTM program in your own area. Either way, go to ptmprograms.com and RSU will get you started. And don't forget, there's a huge need for quality coaches and RSU wants to meet you right where you're at and help you reach your destination in the racket sports industry. And as always, if you know someone who may benefit from the podcast, please share with them and thank you in advance for your support. Well, I'm Coach Mick, and I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode of the PTM Podcast.